Hello, coconuts. A happy new year to you on our first podcast in 2023. We have three stories. And believe it or not, there is a few things. There are a few things to talk about today. And we are making it a chip episode. We're going to start off with Tesla and their deliveries. Well, somewhere around chips, lah. And their deliveries uh, and a little bit of their information there. Actually, about Tesla now, not just about Musk. Then we're going to bring in TSMC and some news that they came up with last Friday. And last but not least, we're going to end off with Huawei filing a patent for chips or something along the lines of chips. All right, let's get to it and hope you like it as much as we do. Hello, coconuts. Welcome to another weekly episode with me, Rakesh. And Anthony. And welcome to the first episode. Exactly, man. Happy New Year to all our listeners. Thank you for sticking with us for this long. We can't believe it either. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I'm still here doing this, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been a while. It's been a while, guys. It's more than a, a year. I never thought I'd do anything more than one year. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, if we do this another year, this will be like longer than the, 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 the longest job I've been at. Wait, yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Look at that. Assuming, man. assuming <laughs> I, I don't stay at this role for for much longer. Um, not not saying anything, true. but yes. True, true, true. No, no, no. I don't know what you do. Also, yeah, I also don't know. I don't know. My boss also doesn't know. I think that's a problem. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, hey, coconuts! Thank you so much for tuning in again. I'm sure you're in the middle of your holidays, but if you're one of those uh, people like me, back at work taking the train, it's not that crowded in the morning, so that's always nice to know. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I have to start taking a train next week onwards to go back to the office. Oh, is it? So I'm a bit right. But oh well, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no more work from uh, home and um, you know, hybrid work. No, it's back to the office. Uh, wow, 2023 starts off with a bang. Huh? I know, right? <laughs> they, they gave me one week grace period. A second week go back to the office. Uh, but in better news, right, CPF yeah. gave us our interest. So you know, more money from uh, the government is yes. always good. You went in to check already? Yeah, yeah. I, I just knocked into the same pass. It's like yeah. Few thousand dollars. Hey, okay, <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, I need to go in and check. Of course, we've all got our, I think, grants and stuff like that in December. So that was always a nice welcome, lah. Yeah, right. and then Chinese New Year coming, yeah, so man. time to give ang pals. <sighs> yes, <laughs> yes, I will be happy to receive one. I... So just let me know where I need to go, Anthony. Come, come, so... come. You, you come my house. Then we talk. <laughs> I'm not going to your house to give you ang pals. Sure. So far. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll come over. Okay. It's okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coconuts. That's quite a lot of banter for today, but we do have some stories, right? Even though it has been a quiet week. Yeah, Actually, yeah we do. We do. <laughs> it's, it's not it's, just it's banter. It's quite interesting. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, it's not just looking it's forward really... to 2023 and like making more predictions. <laughs> yes, thank you, uh, companies out there, for giving us a few stories to talk about. First, we're going to start off with Tesla. I'm sure that you know some of you may have heard a little bit on what has happened in the last week. We want to touch on TSMC as well. They made an announcement on Friday. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, we're going to end off with Huawei. So really, a chip episode. Yeah. <laughs> Hardware chip, tech, chip. right? Not just um, software. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not last week, anymore. Reggie came... Hantam uh, so now we must talk about other things. That's why. Just just couldn't find anything about actually you know, got, got news about REITs and well but then we would have been we have mocked a bit of NTUC, which isn't very good because yes. please sponsor us. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> let, let, let's, let's still talk a bit more about the, the overseas side. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, all right, uh, Anthony, take us away with Tesla. What's happening? All right, now? Tesla. Um, yeah, so, well, one of the more hotly anticipated figures from, from their side. They, they announced deliveries hmm. for the last quarter of 2022. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's uh, they, they announced deliveries and a few months later, they announced their financials, which will be like the sales and all, all that kind of stuff. But deliveries is like the early indicator of how they're doing. You know, for, for the quarter, they did okay-ish, I think. I think it really depends on whether you're bull or bear and you can kind of frame it either way, right? So objective numbers, they delivered, what, 405,000 cars in a quarter. That, that's pretty good. Wow. Um, it's up 11% quarter on quarter. So it's still quarterly growth. That That's still not too bad. So again, highest ever. Hmm. The not-so-good side will tell you, oh, yeah, but it's below expectations of 420K. Right. And, you know, the, the total delivered in 2022, which was 1.3 million, also kind mm. of like, you know, uh, it's, it's a 40% increase year on year, but that's also below you know, Elon Musk's own target of 50%, which he set early last year. Right. So, but his target is always crazy, one what? Uh, well, y- yes and no, right? Because he has met his crazy, he has kind of met a lot of his crazy targets. Um and mm. I mean fifty percent growth in in a in a very in a relatively new industry you know where where there's a lot of tailwinds for it, it's not mm. out of the ordinary, right? I mean you know, we, we have had a lot of we have obviously covered a lot of issues um over the past many many months right about you know Shanghai Gigafactory yeah. shutdown about you know other other car companies delivering more and all of that so so yeah forty percent is good right no, not not saying it's bad but they are also uh, well they, they were and i think they still kind of are a very highly valued car company right so you know they, you, as with all these things you expect more right so so let's see how the market mm. you know takes it today and and we'll see whether it goes up or down um doesn't really matter and i think one one thing that kind of juiced this number which tesla tends to do um every quarter or, or every yeah. other quarter when they seem like they are they are going to fail to meet the target is to give you a discount so i think in early or mid fat they actually went out and said hey guys if you take delivery this year i'll give you another 7.5k off right and, and even with that you know oh. which is what i mean the car is what i mean not not in the singapore context but in the u.s context 100k yeah right so that's five six seven percent no, decent discount right that's quite decent it's quite a decent exactly. discount so you know there there is um Right. And even with that, they, they still didn't meet, I guess, analyst targets. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes, I guess. But I thought it was kind of interesting, given that we keep talking about mass, but yeah. we don't actually talk about Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, tell me tell me a bit more, right? Um, mm-hmm. the, the stocks have been decreasing for Tesla over, over, over 2022 since its heights and so on. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, what is your, Tesla what is your has been so interesting, right? Like, I think all the way up to August or September, they, they were like mm. very, very... Well, I mean, I, I kind of think of them as like, you know, speculative tech um, given the valuation, but they were relatively stable, right? I think they were down, what, 25% um, for the first seven, mm. eight months of the year, which is great yeah. compared to people like you know Shopify and well, and all of that that, that you kind of exactly. benchmark them to but it's better it's less than the Nasdaq right which is fantastic then then Musk took over Twitter and I think in the last few months it's got dropped another 40% um, so mm. I, I think it reached 100 
510, I would like to say, the, the last week and then the last two weeks and then it rebounded now to 120. So I think it's, it's a good stock for trade. Yeah. Um, but it's you know, kind of dangerous. Like it's still a volatile play. Um, and, and I think partially that's because it's a company that's so polarizing, right? That there's lots of booths, lots of bears. You know, it, it's a company that, that relies a lot, not so much on the business itself, but the story and, and how Elon Musk, who is the CEO, but not the founder, you know, kind of spins the story. So, so I think mm. all, all of these mm. kind of play a part in, in the volatility. And of course, Elon Musk owns a lot of shares and he, he was dumping a lot of shares the last few months. He's had to dump. Yeah. Um, despite saying that he wouldn't. So, uh, we'll see. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, I think that's one. But I mean, for, for um, you know, coconuts out there listening in, who I'm sure are asking, is this a time to go in? After, you know, reading that, you know, I think when Kathy Wood effectively uh, <sighs> bought more shares for her ARKK or whatever, for Tesla specifically. And, and you know, for us, I mean, for me, that's not an indicator. But for, for amateur investors out there, that could be an indicator. Like, hey, you know what? And ask these questions themselves. What would you, what would you say, given such a volatile stock? I mean... I think you know if we I mean, the the story of Tesla always hinges on a few things, right? One is you know do you trust Musk and and do you believe in whatever mm. his vision is and 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 if you do believe him, do you, do you believe that his interests are sufficiently aligned to you know let Tesla shareholders instead of you know any other group of shareholders profit, right? I think that's one. Um, two yeah. is you know. But what's the optionality for Tesla, right? You know, so yes, Tesla as a car manufacturer is great. Maybe, probably, I mean, we don't know. The the wheelbase for a Tesla car is like a decade now, right? Can you imagine a decade old Honda Accord? That mm. that's just crazy, right? So so the, people say Tesla is great <laughs> because um, you know, they, you get software updates over the air and all that, whatever. It's it's not really a car, it's a piece of software, but come on, you're driving it, right? It's hardware, yeah. <laughs> you know? And and the wheelbase and all of that has been around for a decade without really much improvement for, for the Model 3. And mm-hmm. I think the Model S, I would like to say, I know this is S3XY, I just don't know which one is the oldest, but you, yeah, so that spells sexy, right? right? <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, yeah, juvenile. <laughs> but the, yes. uh, the not only that, juvenile. <laughs> but you know that that's kind of the, the way you you have to get this thing. I like, oh yeah, you know what, what's the optionality, right? Is is the batteries? Um, is it Solar City and and all that solar panels and power packs? Is it um, full self driving, which despite its name is not really self driving, and, and has a lot of negative yeah. press recently? Like like what what's all these optionality that you think you know justifies the valuation that all the other car manufacturers manufacturers don't have, right? And, and, you know, mm. added onto that at a very, very, you know, even at a car manufacturer level with, with a PE of, I think, what, 30 plus and have a, a market cap of still at this mm-hmm. stage more than twice of Toyota, right, which is like the largest car seller in the world, right? You know, exactly. you have higher gross margins than all of them. Great. Um, can you maintain those gross margins with your logistics challenges? As you, you know, mm. maybe, maybe not. Nobody really knows. You know, can, can you... In, can you keep up in the face of competition, right? Like everybody's mother, except Toyota, is, is really seeing um, EV vehicles now, right? And and a lot of them are really well, greatly reviewed. A lot of them, you know, offer better drive experiences than Tesla. And, mm. you know, obviously all these manufacturers know how to manufacture cars. 
you know, and, and they are willing to sell at lower margins because, hey, you know, they, they are used to lower margins, right? They know how to profit in the world. So, you know. Exactly. In, and you have all the Chinese obviously coming in and, and flooding the market with like BYD and Neo, Neo and all of that. So, you know, in, in all this yeah. competition, can you keep up, right? And I think the initial expectation is, you know, Tesla now is dominant, right? They are, they are 60 plus percent. Super Bowl last year, all the EV makers were, you know, making Super Bowl ads, but Tesla was the one without an ad that increased the most in terms of search results because that was their name recognition. Just in terms of EVs, that, that's been eroded. Market share is now down to like 60 plus percent in the US, expected to be down 50 plus mm. percent to 50 plus percent this year, right? So, you know, if, if this continues as a trend, not, not just as a one-off, then hey, yeah, how, how to justify this valuation, right? I think that, that's always a concern exactly. for me. You know, even if I can get over Musk, uh, my, my impression of Musk and say he's a skilled operator or he has good management, you know, I can get past all these things. As a car company, as a at the valuation, you know, I think that that is always the, the bugbear. Like you have to That's hope for a lot of things to happen the way that you plan for it to happen mm. before you can kind of justify that valuation and gain a decent return, you know, five, 10 years down the line. Yeah, fair. Right, awesome. Uh, I think that was a really good summary of, of your, your thoughts on Tesla. And I think those are, are fair points. I agree with all of them. Um, let's get past the fact that, you know, even if Musk was, was someone that is, uh, you know, in this for 20 years, 30 years or whatever, the the surroundings and the competition around it is going to definitely make Tesla uh, yeah. work for its buck. Or Musk could just sell his shares, right? Or his shares, right? Like, you know, he keeps <laughs> saying that he won't sell anymore and, and he then he sells Tesla and sells them. Like, kind of, how, how do you get aligned with management like that? I think that that is uh, kind of a... Yeah. a yeah, kind of a, a block that, that I can't really jump over. Yeah, fair. But yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely a bull case, you know. Well, he, he's a visionary. He will merge everything together. Twitter will be the everyday app and it will be brought under Tesla for whatever reason, you know, and be the interface for, or it'll be the OS for Tesla. I don't know, right? Um, You can have lots of... <laughs> okay, know, okay, a bit much, a bit much. Hey, but <laughs> if that happens, wow, there'll be a trillion dollar car company, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to be mass right now? Because <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying to be someone pitching mass. It's, it's really a bit difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, cool. I think that's yeah, that's that's enough of Tesla for today. A little bit of news. Let's see how they roll out over the next quarter, two quarters. Um, and and I think market share is a key criteria for me yep. personally. Um, so again, don't just follow the hype. Really do that research, but you know, I'll quote Kanats out there. there. That's what they do. Yeah. All right. All right. You know, one of my favorite second story. Hey, yes, it is. They are from South Korea. No, I'm just kidding. They're from Taiwan. Then it'll be SK SMC. Yeah. Yes, SK SMC. Um. All right, so TSMC, right? We've been talking about them throughout 2022 a little bit here and there. Uh, we talked a little bit about the US-China tensions and where TSMC was sitting in between. I remember that conversation, I think last quarter or something like this, Anthony. Um, but TSMC, believe it or not, has not come out with earnings call yet, right? Uh, they have an earnings call for Q4 on the, I want to say, 13th of January or 12th mm -hmm. of January. But some news came out last week, Friday. Last week, Friday, they came out to state that they have made a killing in terms of November revenue. <laughs> Said 
So they came out to say that their revenue totaled only in November two hundred and twenty-two billion, mm-hmm. uh, two hundred twenty-two point seven one billion, uh, Taiwan dollars, which is effectively seven point two billion USD. Okay. Okay. Wait, that's for a month, right? This for one month. Okay. For one month, this is a fifty percent increase year on year, yep. just for that one month alone. Um, and that was amazing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, firstly. In, in such a market where logistics, oil, all of these things are, are are crazy, the demand for their semiconductors is very much on on track. Yep. And we have seen other companies uh, this this quarter alone saying they have to lay off mm. semiconductor companies saying they have to lay off. They're not doing very well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But TSMC's come back to say, hey, guess what? We've done exceptionally well. Yep. Uh, they've also come out to say that uh, they're opening up a second plant uh, in in Arizona. Um, and Apple has a Tim Cook also came out to say that they will be buying those chips from those plants oh. for their iPhones. Okay. Uh, um, so this this news effectively came through over the last week or so, um, and it's been on an effective optimistic trend for their earnings call <laughs> in ten days time. <laughs> <laughs> effectively, they're giving all this information before. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's like a precursor, right? It's like they, they go they go to open a plant in Arizona and then they say, hey, you know, um, we are going to make so much money. <laughs> I mean, it's not even just we have made. Yeah, it's, it's not even we will make so much money. This yeah. we, we are already making so much money. <laughs> yes. We haven't even, yeah, uh, we haven't even used this plant yet. <laughs> we haven't used this plant yet. We are, we are already making so much money. It's amazing. <laughs> So I think that's 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 partly it. I mean, of course, uh, Joe Biden was there to to claim the triumph, you know, and how um, TSMC is vital to the US and all of this stuff, mm. which I think he said in his speech. Um, but I mean, okay, for me, that's a little bit of a political thing that yep. has been going on over the last year. Um, but yeah, w- you know, typically, Anthony, and, and on my side, I don't really see something like this with, with semiconductor companies. Mm-hmm. They usually give all the information that they can during earnings call. So on and so forth. Have you seen anything like this precursor? Effectively a trailer, right? And yeah. it builds up the hype. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, and, and this was what last week or last last I think it was last last week actually, just, just before Christmas. Um it, it was really a beauty parade, right? Um it was a beauty parade for for TSMC to, to say, Oh, hey, you know, guys, we are we are investing in, in the US, we are going to give you jobs, you know, we are investing in the company, please Trust Taiwan. That, that, that's one. That, that's TSMC. Mm-hmm. It's Apple going, haha, we, we, we are going to get you know, chips from the US, made in USA, right? We're a US company. Stop accusing yes. us of get, getting our phones off from China. You know, China. And, and saying that we are too <laughs> dependent on China. No, 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 no. We are a US company, right? Come on, guys. And then it's Joe Biden going, look at what I've done. I'm great. Um, ignoring the fact that this. <laughs> This investment um, was actually started, I think, in 2017 or 2018 under Trump. Um, so, so you know, mm. it, it was just a victory parade, right? Um, for for everybody involved to to kind of follow their agendas, and and so you know, I think it kind of makes sense you know, from that perspective that TSMC said, "Hey, look, you know, guys, we are really strong. We are you know, to give a kind of a interim update on their earnings and say, ah, our revenue is great, you know, and and with the, the Arizona plan coming up, it will be even greater, and, and all that kind of jazz." Right and and it, it makes sense because it, it's a public announcement. Everybody knows it. Everybody has heard of it. So yeah. it's not. It's a bit like you know, in the middle of a quarter, a company saying, "Hey guys, guys, sorry, um, we are going to downgrade our forecast for this quarter because we're not going to make it." 
right? So, so it's the same thing, but you know, on the positive side. So, so I think that's a good side. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and of course, you know, the the market has has taken to it. I think it's up now at pre market at seventy five. Um, oh, hooray! My position is in the green. Yesterday at seventy four. <laughs> Exactly. So before it was it was lower. Since this announcement, it's been going up and up. Um, so that's uh, for me. I guess the only question I have here uh, for you and and maybe our co-counsel will be listening is that there's a lot of hype, and mm-hmm. and in most things is if that expectation sets the bar really really high and it doesn't come out very well in the earnings call, right? It could lead to a slump. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it it's kind of that invested, right? Because when they announced it, it was. What um for November revenue so so all they had left was December mm-hmm. which they they would December. and they would have announced it at end December or, or near close to the end of December so they would have known most of their figures right before shutting down for Christmas mm-hmm. so I don't think there will be a surprise coming up in the next quarter um you know and I think whether whether this foundry or plant of fab whatever you call it will, will be successful mm-hmm. you know going forward I mean it's a five nm plant right so. It's it yes. was cutting edge when they, they signed the investment agreement many many years ago, but it's no longer cutting edge now. They're they're going they're moving their three and process into production in Taiwan. I think next mm. week or last week, somewhere mm. around this time as well, right? So you know it's it's a relatively mature technology. You know, it's it, they have secured offtake, sorry, um, they have secured like purchases from like Apple and I think um from. Amazon, if if I'm not wrong, for for their cloud computing and and a few others. So you know, it's it's going to service the the US companies in in the US as well. So so that's great. I think that the question is really whether this impacts their margins, right? Because you know, US labor is obviously a lot more um expensive than Taiwan labor. Um, the supply chain is not for chips is not as you know mature, right? To to get everything done, mm-hmm. so efficiency might not be there. So. You know, are, are your margins be as good as they are in Taiwan? I think that that's probably the open question, right? But you no, know, they they are good management. They they should be fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess the other question is demand, right? Yep. Although they've signed with Amazon, they've signed with I've, uh, with Apple. Will there be that same demand that there was in twenty twenty two, in twenty twenty three, especially for the US? Um, and and how would that work? Five NM specifically. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I I would very strongly suspect that before TSMC even built the plan, they would have had to get committed demand, which means that come hell or high water, pretty much um your your purchases have to buy, right? And if they have inventory overstock, you know, too bad for them, right? They they suck it up, they find a way to deal mm-hmm. with the excess chips, but no i'm going you are going to have to buy them from me or or you pay a penalty something like that so it's yeah, 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 i think i'll pay type of thing so so it's probably that way otherwise who would build that 15 20 billion into building a plan right and and then it's actually hey, sorry my revenue doesn't come in then that that's kind of a silly yeah. way to do it um <laughs> nobody will finance building that plan it's just a whole mess right so so i think that will be mm. the case um another possible headwind for, for TSMC might be you know I mean and we, we this was in, in the other story we kind of wanted to talk about today as well right Micron which we, we asked in favor of TSMC that's just a, a build up in mm. I mean six nine months ago we were talking about a, a lack of chip supply um, now there's been now in, in certain parts of the yes. market including memory and all that there's um, an overabundance of chip supply, right? Too, too, much. too much inventory, right? <laughs> AMD, you know, yes. Nvidia had excess inventory, AMD had excess inventory, all, all this kind of stuff. So, mm. you know, does that mean that when people start forecasting for next year or next next year and placing their orders, that 
reduces the, the amount of chips that they place because they are they are a bit of afraid of you know oversupply again. Right? It's always a cycle, right? They they forecast too little, then they're shortage, yeah. and they kanchong kanchong buy, then ayah too much kanchong kanchong don't buy, you know, <laughs> things like that happen. So you know, may, maybe and that's why it's cyclical, right? So so maybe you know the the cyclical part of the chip industry just hasn't hit the fabs yet. And in six months' time, we'll be here talking about TSMC and going, yeah, why did they not forecast this? This is terrible. You know, their, their revenues are down. So, so yeah, I think that that's probably the, the thing to look out for in the next earnings or the next few earnings, right? Whether they, they do see you know, some sort of demand slowdown in, in terms of orders from, from their customers. Got it. Yeah, absolute uh, spot on there, Anthony. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, I wanted to just bring that up, but I think it'll be interesting to see what comes out in, on 13th of, of January. Yeah. With, with Hopefully it's good and then my market and then everything goes up hey, and then I can stay in the green. Rocket, rocket, rocket. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. New year, new hope. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> A new hope. What are you? Star Wars episode four. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Star Wars really. I, I think they're just kind of bombastic. I, I no longer keep track. <laughs> Awesome. Um, right. All right. Last story. Take it away, Anthony. Yeah. Huawei. More chips. Um, yeah. So so Huawei, but you know, for once, not really about sanctions um, or, or their mobile phones or, or 5G um, about chips. So last week, like, literally, I think 26th or 25th of December, um, they mm. made an announcement that they had filed for a patent in China for EUV lithography tools. Right? So, so just to take a step back, um, EE is extreme. So it's extreme ultraviolet lithography tool. Um, it's pretty much a machine that you use in, in the chip making process to you know cast light on, on the uh, microchip and etch the design on. Right. And okay. you know, what, what's interesting about EUV is that the only company that has a tech in the world is ASML. Right, which if you don't know what the company is, go listen mm. to our stocky cup from like a year ago. Right, <laughs> there was an episode there, um, <clears throat> and there have been a lot of U.S. sanctions um, against Chinese companies, including Huawei, to prevent the sale of EUV machines into China. So, so that no, so okay, so wow. the U.S. is happy with ASML s- selling the the last generation, which is literally 10, 15 years ago, tech um called. DUV, which is deep ultraviolet, to to China, um, and it's used for like okay. twenty eight nm, you know, chips, or fourteen or twenty eight, I can't remember, um, and then chips and above. But anything less than ten right. nm, based on current technology, needs UV, and you are just forbidden from selling into China, right? So, okay, so so this is kind of why so, the the patent is is big news, right? It it possibly means that Huawei can build their own UV machine, right? Or, or at least mm. they have a new step in the process in eventually making an EUV machine, right? That, that's probably a fair way to put it. Got it. Now, I mean, take, take, so for, for coconuts that don't know, ASML yep. um, effectively is headquartered. It's not headquartered in the US. No, it's, it's headquartered it's in, in the Netherlands. In yep. Netherlands. So how come the US has got sort of jurisdiction over that and, and oh, so on and so, so forth? So I think ASML owns the technology and, and they own the way to build the machine, right? But that, that machine, I think, has like apparently 100,000 components and some of them are, you know, have to come from the US, 
right? So, so the US has this is the only, or the US has the only component maker. So the US go, ha, this is a US source mm. machine. You know, it's subject to US sanctions. Got it. Therefore, I am not allowing you to sell it. And I mean, it, it's the, I mean, ASML and what they can, what they can or cannot sell to China is actually quite political. Like once in a while, you see the Dutch government mm. going, hey, you know, ASML is our company. Stop, stop telling them what to do. The US government stopped mm. telling them what to do. Um, you know, so so it's also kind of yeah. political there. But I think at the end of the day, you know, the, the ambit of the current sanctions are that you just cannot sell UV machines to China. And they're the one supplier. So it's easy to choke, right? You, instead of choking all the yes. hundred, you know, um, small kacang putih suppliers, you choke that one big one, which is key to the whole technology. <laughs> Yeah, got it. So because of that, Huawei has now a little gap has opened in China, and they could yep. now patent that, um, that technology and build it out themselves. Well, I think they, well, they try to at least they they found a patent, right? And it's actually for as far as I understand it, which is not a lot. It's actually for a slightly different process. So ASML has a patent um to to mm. to car to do the light etching thing, um in China. Right. What what is interesting, partially interesting about the Huawei pattern is that it's it describes a new process in, in doing the etching. So it's a okay. parallel technological breakthrough, right? But with the same with, but okay. with what seems to be the same end result of building an EUV machine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So change ten percent can file new patterns sort of thing. Like. Yeah. I mean no, it's it's actually quite <laughs> I think they they change the way it's the mirrors different. rotate and, and how the light actually gets refracted through the mirrors to hit the required frequency, I think. Okay. Um based on okay. my, my very secondary school understanding of physics. But yes. Physics. Yeah. <laughs> optics, optics. optics. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right. Wow. This is well that okay, so what does that mean for Huawei? Right, if they are able to, you know, file the patent and able to find this out, yeah, what does that mean for them? I mean, I don't know, right? Because at the end of the day, there's it's it's all in the process. So what what it is is that it, they have filed a patent. Um, doesn't mean the patent has been granted. It's just that they have filed, right? I can go mm. and file a patent anytime I want. Um, of course, with mm. me, it's unlikely to be granted, lah. But you know, I can file anytime. But it's like suing, but I can sue anytime. Doesn't mean I win. Right. Um. The the second thing is okay. Even if the patent is is granted, all that means is that this is a novel process. Means that what's a patent is to protect a discovery, right? So it's to protect invention. So you have invented something great. Um. But it's something that's different from what's already existing. You know. So mm. and and that also kind of means that hey. That doesn't. Oh, sorry. That also doesn't mean that you have built a prototype that actually puts the process into use, because you know you have just kind of seen that ah, oh, this is a new process. We think this is how it works. It does mean that you can build something that works, and it also doesn't mean that you have built something that works at a very commercial scale, right? So I think the the EUV machine, the the latest gen EUV machine, kind of like it's like the size of a bus, I think, and, and the whole fab is the size of a football field. So, you know, you can imagine the number of components that go, and it's the size of a bus to make like 5NM or 3NM stuff, right? So, it's very big to very small things. Um, we, there's a lot of components that go into it, like just because you have the process or you have one part of the process that you have invented doesn't mean that you can create the whole machine, right? I think for reference, ASML from beginning to end took like 17 years to build a commercially viable machine. Hmm. So even if we say ah, Huawei are great, they can steal, they can do all that, they can do it in five years, right? That's five years from now. 
<laughs> so yes, so which whatever so you know it's going to be a long long road um ahead i think cool i think that puts it into perspective and maybe by then there'll be another sort of new invention that the US will tell yeah, yeah. either ASML or someone else that say, you know you cannot sell it yep. to China. Like, like <laughs> so, this is the problem with playing catch up, right? Without access to the latest gen. Yeah, literally try like and yeah. this is even with TSMC and Arizona plant, right? When they announced it, it was cutting edge, now it's no longer cutting edge. You know, and, and this is within allies. What what more where you have a competition where you are actively prevented from, you know even having access to the technology to try to reverse engineer it. Yeah, so yeah, I think a lot, quite a few people apparently sold Huawei, uh, ASML on, on this news on the fear of, you know, their, mm. their monopoly being breached and all that. But this was these super long-term investors, right? Because their mode is still their mode. <laughs> you know, like, like the, the, yeah. the pattern doesn't really change that much in, in that sense. Do anything. Okay. Yeah. But it's also not been accepted yet, right? They just filed. Yeah. So that will is another long run process. And right? I mean, and I mean, there, there's so many roadblocks, right? One is just filed; it's not granted. They haven't built. Even if they build, who would buy? Like, which customer of um ASML, which is really like Samsung, Micron, Intel, you know, TSMC, would dare to buy from mm-hmm. Huawei? Yeah, you want to get sanctioned again? Is it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, I mean, like, ASML sells to five companies in the world. Um, literally, they only sell to five companies in the world. Mm. Well, none of these people will buy from Huawei. So yeah. maybe it's... Is there really an issue? Yeah, may, maybe at the very most, it's like, oh yeah, they have lost the market in like, you know, the, the Chinese fabs, right? But they, mm. they don't have the market now to begin with. So, you know, that's kind of just part of the course, I would say. Awesome, man. Yeah, thanks so much. This was uh, enlightening for me, especially in the yeah. chip world. We should do more on chips. I like chips. Yeah. I mean, I like yeah, potato chips. I also like chips. I like, um, you know... <laughs> This guy. <laughs> I agree. Uh, have you eaten yes, yet? Yes, yes. In Britain, chips is French fries. Uh. Yeah, I know. I, so, I, I, like, mean, I like those yeah. chips as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's go have dinner, guys. Let's go have dinner. Okay, okay. Uh, in the meantime, Coconuts, thanks so much for listening in. We hope you've had a um, happy new year and, and a good holiday. Hopefully, you're still on leave. But if you're not, hey, maybe we can just find It's okay. Other. You can listen. You know, can sit down on train. Yeah, you, you can listen to us on the yeah. way to work in the MRT tomorrow or on the yes. way back. Right? Yes. Both of us can. Right? Then Thank on you. Thursday, you'll listen to another episode of TFC. Yes. Let me help Reggie Park. Every, every day, like, every morning <laughs> every when you're going to work. Ah, yeah, maybe great. one day, you're every just morning, nice every evening, minutes. just have. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, can I check? Can I? All right. My voice so so comforting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coconuts. Thanks again. We will see you next week. All right. See Bye. you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh, and trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback, so share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks, and stay safe.